Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello, 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 and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. This is episode 806, and I titled this Big Things, Big Changes. And I picked on purpose the background of the city um, behind me because of the tall buildings. Now, this is Edmonton, Alberta, and so obviously not the biggest city in anywhere. But the skyline looks good from across the river, and there's lots of tall buildings. There's actually a couple others being built that are even uh, much, much taller than that. I don't know when they'll be finished. But anyway, big things, big changes. Why would I talk about that? What has that got to do with anything? Well, we're creatures of growth. You know, our muscles are either growing or atrophying. And I just uh, came from physical therapy before I'm recording this, and it has to do with that incident a couple months ago where I was riding a bike for about an hour and a half on some trails with uh, the young man in our our church, and the next day I was just totally uh, crushed. What happened was it wasn't like that hard of a ride. I mean, it was you know, a good ride, but not that hard. And um, I guess I have some... Significant deterioration on the discs between L3 and L4 and L4 and L5, bottom of the back. And up to now in my life, it hasn't really done anything. Occasionally, I'll have some back pain, mostly on the right side, because that seems to be the side where it's deteriorated. But anyway, this ride was enough to really trigger some nerve damage. And so the next day, it was Thursday night, next, next day, Friday, ooh, I couldn't walk. Saturday, it was so bad I had to go to the hospital. And they put me on some pain meds, and, you know, I couldn't walk. I had to buy a cane, and I've been going to physical therapy now for several weeks. Now, the interesting thing is a physical therapist today told me that nerve damage repairs about a millimeter a week. So that means it's a, it's a you know, it takes a while to do this. And I can walk without a cane now, <clears throat> but I still limp just a little, and it hurts if I walk, you know, too far. It starts to get pretty sore, and I've got a set of exercises I do every morning that I've been instructed to do, and they added, she she uh, added a couple today, so it's getting to be a long list and a, hard to remember all of them. But anyway, my my point about saying that is the growth process. We're creatures of growth, and I want that to grow back, to grow okay, where I can walk without limping. And I think that'll happen in the next, I don't know, four or five weeks. I thought it would be three or four, but it's already been eight. So three or four more, I think. And I'm okay with that. So what is this growth process? Well, if you've been following my Road to 50 Million or several mentions on this podcast, which is about your ultimate life. So this isn't, I'm going to talk about some examples from me and from clients and people that I know, but this is really for you. This is about you for you. So what is going on in your life? School just started. Uh, when this airs, it'll be in October, I think, first part of October. 
but you know we're we're at fall, which starts another year, right? For school kids, anyway. And there is, you know, next grade and all that sort of thing. What's going on in your life that is similar to that? What growth have you got planned? I'm leaving tomorrow to go to an event in Orlando to speak, and the the topic that I'm going to talk about is how to create ten thousand dollars between now and Christmas. Now, money isn't the only thing to talk about, to worry about, to focus on, or anything else. And often I don't talk about things in the context of money, but this particular one I'm going to, because recently I've been really hit up, as it were. Lots of people are asking, how do I make, how do I make more money? You know, what is money? Well, money is this thing that we use for a lot of stuff. We use it to trade goods and services. We also use it for status and personal worth and meaning and a bunch of other stuff that aren't necessarily connected, but we use them there anyway. And we have this religion around money in the society, it seems like, Western Europe and the U.S. and Canada and maybe other places, where how much money you have determines how important you are, how cool you are, and a bunch of other things. Which is sad because there's lots of capable, brilliant, loving, powerful people that aren't really focused on money, don't have a lot, and yet they're adding fabulous good to the world. I know some. I know personally some people who don't worry about money, but they do a lot of good in the world. Helping, loving, serving. So what big things are you up to? Nothing? Is this year going to look like last year? Maybe you're okay with that. Most people have a nagging feeling, and sometimes it's subtle and sometimes it's really loud, that they ought to be about something more. That where they are right now is not enough. They need to do something more. Now, that feeling can be a disease or it can be helpful. The disease can be if you feel like you're supposed to. Someone expects it. You're not good unless you do this or that thing. That is not helpful. That creates anxiety or depression, a sense of failure, not good enough, all that kind of stuff. That's not helpful. I don't know what your feeling is. Maybe you don't yearn for growth. Maybe you already have achieved the ultimate life where you feel like you're living a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy at exactly the level you want and things are oh, as good as they could be. I don't know. But you do. And sometimes we delay that conversation with ourselves because we don't want to talk about it. You've probably been with someone, maybe a partner, where they'll say, hey, is something wrong because they're seeing or feeling some signals, signs, or emotional energy? No, no. Well, no, come on, I see X, Y, Z. I don't want to talk about it. Sometimes we treat our yearnings like that. Maybe we treat them like that because we don't want to put in the energy to think about it. Maybe we've thought about it before and we just don't want to go through the dance again of self-recrimination, self-accusation, I'm not doing enough and all that. So what would happen? Now, go with me here. We just set all that drama aside. There's no expectation at all. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to go anywhere, prove anything. What if there was nothing to prove? To yourself or others, what if there was just nothing to prove? What would, what would your life be like then? Like we all have to eat, and I'm not talking about starving or anything like that, but what would it be like if you knew right now you really had nothing to prove? 
Nothing to prove. And the way I say that is nothing to prove and everything to give. And I guess the question there is what if you were in a state of complete contentment and there was really nothing that you had to do right now? You wouldn't just sleep all day. You wouldn't do nothing, right? You wouldn't just sit in veg and stare at the ceiling. I know you wouldn't do that. So what would you do? That's a really interesting question. And maybe you haven't had enough quiet time for a long time to really think about that deeply. It's funny because when people talk to me, and I, people reach out a lot and want to have conversations, and I invite that. I invite you if you'd like to have a conversation about things you want to accomplish that you haven't or creating your ultimate life or making money with your gifts or any of that, I'd love to talk. But anyway, when I, people reach out and when I talk with them, they say, well, I want to have more freedom. <clears throat> okay. And then we go to examining what is, it that is, what is it that you're not doing you could do or that you want to do. And often it centers around money and time. Yet life is full of other distractions. And then we have the conversation about trading some of those distractions. And that's, you know, too hard. Either because they're worried they'll fail or because they really don't want whatever it is they pretend they want. And what we often are meaning when we say all that, we want this and that, is we, we just want it to happen with no effort. And, of course, that's Einstein's insanity thing, where we're going to keep doing the same thing and get a different result. Not going to happen. So I named this Big Things, Big Changes because I'm doing a whole bunch of new things and I'm going to share some of them with you. Not because I expect you to care about the things I'm doing. Maybe you do and maybe you don't. But I want you to ask yourself the question, are you making progress toward your ultimate life? Are you already living a life where you're happy all the time? You might be. If you are, I invite you to connect with me because I'd love to have you on the show. I love having people on the show. I just met somebody the other day on Lunch Club and they found out what I did and I found out what they did and they just reached out right afterwards. Can I be on your podcast? And so we're in conversation about making that happen. But here's the thing. I want to share your story of what you're doing. You are a divine being. You have gifts, you have talents, you have a mission, you have purpose. And if you're like me at all, you felt the call to do those things, the pull, you know, and you've also felt the excuses of I can't, it won't work, it's not time, I don't know how, and all the rest. No one is coming to rescue you. No one's coming to do it for you. Convo with the physical therapist, you know, she's talking about exercises. She can talk about it. She can demo them. I can do some right there while she watches to make sure I'm doing them right. And unless I come home and do them every day, nothing's going to happen. Well, that's true with everything we do. So if you want to create your ultimate life, the operative word is create. Now, in order to create something, you need to know what it looks like. I'm sure before God created the world, he probably had done other worlds and knew what we was aiming at. So what is your goal? I'll tell you now some of mine so that they might spark some thoughts or interest or yearning for you. 
So I just finished a book, number 19, it's called Living with Purpose and Power. And it's a book about using all the tools you have, your own divine abilities, discovering what your gifts and talents are, and then making bold and clear declarations so you can take the steps to get there instead of wish there. Want it, wish it, oh, I wish, which of course does nothing. So that book, Living with Purpose and Power, it's everything I've learned in the last 15 years about how to create your ultimate life, about how to live exactly like you want to. But it's about the, not but, it is about how to find and use the tools that will get you there. And I've learned a lot of things. And I'm going to share all of those in that book, and it'll be out in about three weeks, four weeks, middle of October. Living with Purpose and Power, and you'll hear more about that and see some stuff on social. If creating the the vision and clarity that you want and the power to get it done and the courage to overcome all those voices and obstacles in your head is important to you, then that will be for you. So that book's coming out. By December 1st, within a, a month and a half of that, six weeks or so, <clears throat> I'm going to release a box set of four books, which includes the one I'm just releasing and three others that come before it in sort of a director's cut. And by that, I mean they'll have new covers. They'll have a whole bunch of new content. Now, the books aren't changed. What is different is there's a bunch of QR codes in each book. And I think I added them all up between the four books. There's like 60. The QR codes will lead to either, not either, sometimes both, exercises to do to help you do the things that are in the books. And all of them will lead to videos that are bonus content. So more stuff about the chapter, chapters, or ideas that were just there. So it's kind of like a director's extended version of a movie. There'll be all kinds of more examples and exciting insider information about not only writing the books, but the examples and circumstances and events that led me to, to do that. So that's coming in December for Christmas. And again, my goal this year, to up to October 14th, which is just a few days away, is to help 50 million people to discover or acknowledge their divinity, their power, their capability, that yearning inside that we all have, to acknowledge it, to discover it, to refine it, to get clear on it, and then take action. For some people, that's going to mean creating a side hustle and then leaving a typical job. For others that are already entrepreneurs, it might mean leveling up what they're offering. It might mean stepping out in a big way. It might mean adding some products and services. It might mean all kinds of stuff that almost always leads to more prominence and more cash. But you know what gets in the way? Fear. Fear. I'm afraid I'll fail. I'm afraid I'll look silly. I'm afraid I'll waste time. I'm afraid I'll do it and no, it won't matter. I'm afraid I'll throw a party and no one will come, essentially. And that fear comes from a deep feeling that I certainly shared. Uh, I don't matter that much. Nobody cares. I don't have that much to offer. That's not true. I'm looking at you with all the love I have right in your eyes. You matter a lot. I behold your divine nature and gifts with awe. 
and wonder every person I meet. I'm amazed at their skills, their gifts, their articulateness, the experiences they've been through, the struggles they've overcome, the choices they've made. I met a new person yesterday or the day before that had a heartbreaking story about losing a child to an overdose. Now, I wouldn't have known that. They shared that truth with me. And I've been thinking about it since then, and I'm just overwhelmed with the courage that it takes and took to live with that, to then write a book, to offer support and love to others. There are so many people who feel called to add good to the world. There's plenty of forces and voices doing negative stuff. You know that, I know that. But there's also a lot of people, and I'm betting you're one, who feel called to add good to the world, to do something more. So Big Things, Big Changes is an invitation right here, right now to you to say yes. Stop excuse-making. Start taking steps. Define what you'd like to do. Maybe it's something written. Maybe it's something spoken. We have tools like social media we didn't even have a few years ago. And the rules using them change all the time. Facebook used to be really good, and now it's not much of a platform because they want you to pay for every view. But it doesn't matter. There's plenty of others. And so there's opportunities to share. And people use it all. People use it for all kinds of stuff, to brag and to be weird. That's fine. But you can choose what you share. And here's what I know. If you share things that are true that are powerful, and that contain help, love, service, people will find them. People will see your stuff, and it will matter. Something will happen. You will be adding good to the world. Here's what I know. So there's two things that I'm doing. There's that one book and then a a multi-book set in December. What I also notice is the more that I do more that I, on purpose, find ways to add good to the world, the more people ask. Now, I'm free to say, no, I can't do that, and I do. But I get more and more opportunities. Now, if you're trying to build a business, doing what you love, creating those opportunities is what you want to do. And they don't have to be motivational speaking or coaching or anything like that. I know someone right now who sells old vintage patterns for people to sew, and they make money doing that. I know someone who's in antiques and collectibles, and they make money doing that. I know someone who was a home cook and then one master chef, and now she's on programs and stuff. A few years ago, not recently, but five or six years ago. And so you, you, and you hear this all the time, and so do I, but it's true. You can do whatever you want, And you can make it successful. What does successful mean? It means that it serves others. And if it serves others, it makes you money. You can do whatever you want. If it serves others, it will make you money. Now, what I have discovered, and what I say over and over again, is the thing that will serve the best is your natural gifts. 
and your life experience. You and I came here as divine beings with natural gifts. I don't know what yours are because I'm not looking at your beautiful face, but I know you have them. And when we take those gifts and we combine it with our life experiences, especially the hard ones, the hard knocks, the struggles, the defeats that we have moved past, when we combine those together, you have an invincible, completely unique offering. And it might sound like there's a million people, in fact, there are a million people in the business of sharing stories, but you know what? We need another million. And the reason we do, here's the reason, because what I say and how I say it, what I talk about is going to resonate or mean something to some group of people. Certainly not everybody by any stretch. So the gift that you have to give, your natural gifts and your life experience, the gift that you have to share is going to be unique to you and it will create ripples and impact in a certain group of people. Those are your tribe. Those are the people who will watch your videos. Those are the people who will buy your products. Those are the people that will follow you on whatever gram you're on. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you know, X, I guess it is now, <clears throat> YouTube. You, you can have a tribe and you have an audience. Now, you don't have to use social media. I was just talking about that as an opportunity. It's not required. I also know people that are making a good living, the ones that I know are coaches, and they're not particularly using social media much. But they have other ways of meeting people and talking to them to find those they can serve. So big things, big changes is just about a question. Are you happy where you are? And if you're not, and if you are, I want to talk to you because I want to share your story and I want to get to know you. That's sincere and I mean that. I can't have enough acquaintances that have overcome obstacles and done what they wanted to do. If you're not satisfied, then it's time for some big changes. Now, that sometimes sounds like I got to set some big, hairy, difficult goal and upend my life. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about making a declaration, a decision to make the changes, what direction you want to go, and then take the first step. Take the first set of steps. Now, I talked about the books. There's another thing that's happening uh, between now and the end of the year, and it's going to ramp up big time the rest of this year and into next year, and that is the music production that I'm doing. When I wrote Tightrope of Depression, I wrote an album of music called Name of the Black, and that album has 11 songs on it telling songs. One of the songs called Anthem of Sorrow, and another one's called Go Ahead and Hate Me, and another one, and it's called The Dark Side of Black. You know, and some of them resonate with the real struggles of depression, which I struggled with for decades. Those songs tell the stories. And I wrote those, 11 of them, and put them on that album, Name of the Black, because I wanted to tell stories from the book in different ways. I'm a musician, and I love doing that. So I wrote the book and then did that. So if you're interested in any of that music, uh, it's on Spotify and Apple and uh, Amazon and everywhere. And that's my name, Kellen Flukiger, and Name of the Black is the album. Then I wrote another book called uh, Down from the Gallows. That book was unexpected because when I wrote the book Tightrope, I didn't think I was going to write anymore. I'm done, told the story, we're finished. 
And then I realized as soon as I got it done, oh, man, I didn't know what I was talking about. There's a lot more to say and, you know, finish the story or keep going or whatever. So I wrote that book, and that was the hardest book to write I've ever written. I got stuck in the middle, and that's a whole story for another day. But it helps me when I'm working with people to write books. Anyway, so then I wrote an album of music with that one, and that one is way upbeat. Uh, The stories from that one, the album is called Promise and Power. And it talks about recovery and making choices and, you know, moving forward in a powerful way. And that is also uh, Hallelujah Road is one of those songs. And I'm still me. And what do you say? And just, you know, positive things about recovery, about growth and so forth. And I wanted to tell stories there. So that book or that album's also on all the regular places, Spotify and Amazon, iTunes and stuff. So look, stuff under my name and then um, Promise and Power you're interested. Then uh, I thought, okay, I need to finish this. It's a trilogy. And the third book won't be out until 2025. So not even next year. It'll be out in 2025. But the album's already started. Three of the songs are up. Three more will be up in a week. And then there'll be six and there'll be about 15. I put 11 on each of the others. There'll be 15 on here. And they are songs of joy, rejoicing, power, you know, accomplishment, encouragement. I'm not saying any of this to say, look what I did. I'm illustrating what is possible for you. I know you have gifts. I know that. Every single person I talked to, I interviewed somebody last night, and I was astounded. I was impressed. I loved her for the work she was doing, for who she was being, for how she's trying to add good to the world. And she didn't write any music. (laughs) You know, it is your expression will be unique to you, and she is making a difference. I know another lady who's got an incredible, incredible story, and she has an audience of 40 million that resonate with the elements of her story, her victories, the things that she's about now, and even though each one of those, me and each one of these other people have gone through medium difficulties, high difficulties, horrifying difficulties. The story isn't about whining. It's about the changes required to make a difference. Think of it as, you know, the hero's journey. That always has, you know, the call to action and the difficulty and the mentor and the dark night of the soul and then the final work and returning victorious. The thing that makes those stories interesting is that they, they, they go to a place of redemption and then offering help and insight and love and service and so forth. That's why we like that storytelling mechanism. People who quit in the middle, those stories aren't very interesting to us. And it isn't that those people are less valuable. It's that those stories don't inspire us because we don't want to do that. We naturally want to identify with and be the person that carried it on through and and overcame. You can overcome. So today's episode, big things, big changes. I have a lot more music that's coming. I have more books. That's a so what deal. 
I want to know what you've got coming. What things, big, small, are you doing to give in to the yearning to grow? To give in to the feeling that you want to add good to the world? Every time I talk to someone, they always say, well, you know, I like helping people. And that's really unspecific. But when we dig down, there's always an amazing story, an amazing gift, and such power. That's you. My commitment is to help 50 million people this year. But my year ends October 14th, which is just a few days away. Then I'm going to declare a new goal. And to a con- and if you follow this, you'll find it. But boy, that goal is big. And I'm not sharing it yet. But I'm going to have to level up to get to that place. But I'm going to do it. I know you feel like you want to grow and do more. Add good to the world. I'm in the business of helping encouraging, loving, seeing, acknowledging people like you who have that yearning. That's the business I'm in. I have had more fun, more joy, more just fulfillment, meeting and loving powerful people who have said, you know what, I'm going to do whatever I have to to take advantage of my opportunities Opportunities have never been bigger. There's never been more chance to reach more people and do more good and make good money doing it than there is right now. Right now. I know you can create anything you want. If I can help you, I'd love to reach out. Let's talk. There's lots of ways whether it's your story on one of my shows or some program or something I can refer you to, because I want you to win. And I'll do whatever I can to make that happen, because I believe in you. I love you. And I believe in your capability and power. I know if you want it, you can create it. And you can have your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time around. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is your ultimate life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand